0: Today.
1: Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? If I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> it's Abe Lincoln's top hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom! Yeah. You, you can't get fooled again.
0: Hey everyone, that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. This is amazing, Marcus. Yeah? What a day! We got to Slade Somer in the studio. Thank you so much for being here, Slade. Uh, you can listen to Slade every day on Sirius Satellite Radio from 2 to 3 p.m. It's on right. the Yeah, it's on the POTUS station. It's channel 124. Uh, so it's a real thrill and a real honor to have you here, Slade.
2: Well, thanks for having me.
0: I got introduced to Slade, if you guys remember, uh, I guess the past two episodes, we had an interview with Mr. Ned Hepburn. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Ned and Slade are friends. And uh, so I want to thank Ned for uh, introducing me to you, Slade. I hate that guy. Do you hate him? <laughs> <laughs> He's mouthy, huh? Yeah. He's a uh, cocky Ned, man, the way Ned's he knows how people. to write and things like that. Yeah,
2: putting words together to make sentences.
0: I don't like it. Overrated. Exactly. Yeah. Meme in all over town. <laughs> Get out of here with your memes. Yeah, I don't Camps like him. or bust. Indeed. That's for sure. So this is great. This is how we got to meet Slade. I love it. We can talk about North Korea. All right. Yeah, let's dive in. Let's do some North Korea talk, because I feel like overall, North Korea is the single greatest country on the face of the planet. I've decided that North Korea is a terrible place to live, but a wonderful place to be Kim Jong-un. <laughs> like that if you could be one person in the, on the face of the planet. I think I would want to be Kim Jong-un.
2: Yeah, you might. Uh, I, I don't know how that story ends. <laughs> well, it's, it's not di- going to be good. Right. It's not going to be good. Yeah. Diabetes? Right. Could Perhaps. Be. Yeah, type 2. Type 2 diabetes, yeah. losing the toe. Yeah, Wilford Brimley is going to be the new Dennis Rodman going over there talking about <laughs> diabetes. That
0: <laughs> would be very, very sad. Yeah. Just when the celebrity pool could not get any worse for the North Korean celebrity tour, yeah. it goes all the way down to Brimley. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> Once Brimley starts to show up, you're on your way out. Uh, definitely. Yeah. You are you are not going to be in power much longer when Mister Wilford comes in. Well, it's the the ultimate coming of age story. You know,
2: there, yep. there comes a time where you, you know you get older, you grow into a position, Absolutely. you have to kill your uncle. You must do it, <laughs> and and that's kind of how it goes. And, that is, and it's cliche almost.
0: It's pathetically cliche. Yeah, I mean, it's like read a new book, Kim. <laughs> get it together, Kim. Yeah. Seriously, Marcus, do you want to read the press release? From the North Korean government, it is brilliant.
1: I mean, it's very long, so we're going to have to take some excerpts here and there. But here's how it starts off. Upon hearing the report on the enlarged meeting of the political bureau of the Central Committee of the Workers' Party of Korea, the service personnel and people throughout the country broke into angry shouts that a stern judgment of the revolution should be meted out to the anti-party, counter-revolutionary, Factional elements. Yeah, can against- we
2: put like the Le Miz soundtrack under that <laughs> when, just, you, yeah. when you
0: edit? You know, can we have Russell Brand or Russell Crowe poorly sing these lines? <laughs> that would be pretty amazing.
1: Against the backdrop of these shouts rocking the country, a special military tribunal of the DP- DPRK Ministry of State Security was held on December twelfth against traitor for all ages. Yeah, Yang Song fake. He
0: messed up, man. Yeah, this dude really fucked up big time. Of course he was with Kim's grandfather and Kim's father. He was a loyal supporter of both of those guys. What do you think Slade? Do you think do you think uh Kim's dad uh uh Papa Jong? Do you think that he's happy with this decision? Do you think he's looking down from uh from wherever he is being like That's my boy. Uh, Killing the uncle. Or do you think he's kind of upset with this? I don't know. I think there's
2: like a Fredo thing going on here where it's like, do you kill family? Uh, Right. And, and, you know, no spoilers on The Godfather. I know people are just (laughs) getting to it. But... Yeah, you know, maybe after someone dies, like Kim Jong Il, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's when you can start to take out family. Right, um, but I don't know whether or not this guy just kind of made his move after Kim Jong Il died because he's well, he's not family, right? He married into the family. Is
0: he is he uh, through marriage? I'm not sure. I think he married in. Okay, so he doesn't have the bloodline, right? Okay, so that makes him immediately suspect yeah. for government overthrow. And by the way, can we stop calling the North Korean government revolution, revolutionary? <laughs> sure. I, I, I'm fairly certain they are not a revolutionary regime. I would regime. sign that petition. Um, so he's not blood. He sees a power vacuum that needs to be filled. He was right hand man to the to Papa Jong and Grandfather Jong, and he thinks he has a potential possibility of squeezing on in there. Yeah, and then he just messed up and didn't clap. I don't know, enthusiastically enough. I wish that, again, I want to be Kim Jong-un so badly. Can you imagine if you get to do a stand-up set or every time you speak in public and you see somebody who isn't doing exactly how, isn't reacting the way that you would like uh, for them to react? Then you just call up the Sarah Palin death panels (laughs) and you're just like, go out back and smoke a cigarette.
1: Here's what the uh, press release has to say about the clapping incident. When his cunning move proved futile, meaning his uh, supposed... Uh, attempted coup over the, right now, world, the, the North Korean government. The
0: only thing that we know about this attempted coup, though, is that he didn't celebrate enough, right? Yeah, he the, wasn't happy enough.
1: When his cunning move proved futile and the decision that Kim Jong-un was elected vice chairman of the Central Military Commission of the Workers' Party of Korea at the third conference of the WPK, in reflection of the unanimous... That was uni- a good conference, by
2: the way, the third one. <laughs> the best that one. the best one.
1: In reflection of the unanimous will of all party members, service personnel and people was proclaimed, making all participants break into Enthusiastic cheers that shook the conference hall. He behaved so arrogantly and insolently as unwillingly standing up from his seat and half heartedly clapping, touching off cowering resentment of our service personnel and people.
0: First of all, when was the last time the North Korean military went into action? And what would it look like if they did? I think we've mentioned this before. It would look like Army of Darkness. It would be the skele- <laughs> like the skeletons with swords. I mean, who could they possibly beat? They're starved. Yeah. They're so tiny. Every time there's a picture of it, I don't even think that Kim Jong-un, he's not that big of a guy. No. And he looks massive next to these people. He's the only fat one in North Korea. <laughs> I mean, it's phenomenal.
2: It's like Sally Struthers doing the Africa commercials when we were younger. It's, she's the only one who had any girth to her. The
0: audacity of (laughs) those commercials. Sally Struthers. Yeah, you're not going to have my pennies, Sally. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely.
2: We do say, just for the record, we do support Sally. All UNICEF efforts. I want to get that on the record. Of course. I really do. But the thing we're seeing with Kim Jong-un that that I think is, is pretty amazing is, you know, this was the first play so far that I think played outside the the Zhangi Boy sequel to Tommy Boy that we've seen here. <laughs> right, I right, mean, right. Uh, maybe the the new right hand is going to be David Spade. That would be amazing. This is following the script so perfectly. You got this clumsy son, yeah, uh, who is just uh, an embarrassment to this royal family. Break parts substitute for North Korean things. Yes, uh, and and, uh, and he's starting to put it together. He's uh-huh. making some sales. Uh, yeah. and, and he's, he's getting on track and he takes over the family business mm-hmm. and here comes Rob Lowe and, uh, uh Bo Derek. Bo Derek. Oh yeah. She and, was a 10. Yeah. yeah. And they are the equivalent of the uncle. And, uh, yeah. you know, so this thing is following the script nicely. Uh, Chris Farley, unfortunately didn't kill.
0: Rob no. Lowe and Bo
2: Derek, but uh, so far I think we're on track for the perfect Tommy Boy sequel.
0: So you think that David Spade is the next celebrity to go over to North Korea, to <laughs> reboot Spade, his film career? David
2: Spade, Wilford Brimley, and Dennis Rodman. That's like a fuck, marry, kill for you. That's incredible. <laughs> Can I marry all of them? I love them all
0: so much. That is an absolute perfect description of what's happening uh, in the North Korean government right now. He's 29 years old. Mm-hmm. He's not 30 years old yet. He's killed his first uncle. That's right. kind of an exciting thing. Do you think thing.
2: he's on like the main North Korean magazine, whatever it is, like Ooh. the New York Times magazine? Do you think yeah. that he's on the 30 under 30 list? He has to be. He's the only one. Right. It's just him 30 and I don't times. think
0: there's anyone over 40 in North Korea. Right. So, it's like think, Logan's
2: run over there. They just kill
0: him after a certain age? Or yeah, after. pretty much. Right. You know? And oh, some of the experts that
1: some of the experts that study North Korea, like the inner work of inner workings of it, they're saying that this is going to have a huge ripple effect because this guy was yeah. the second most powerful person in North Korea. Sure. he's going to have a lot of friends. Uh-huh. So this is the first of many, many murders. I mean, this is a full-on purge about to happen in North Korea. They're going to the mattresses. yeah, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. A,
0: it, it's on. So what do you do then? So we have he's pissed off a bunch of people. And so obviously, I mean, people want him dead. I'm sure there's a lot of North Absolutely. Korean uh, folks in power that would love to see Mr. Oon off the face of the planet. Is he going to have to kill everybody? <laughs> do you just, Is that what you have to do now? He might have to. The only thing I would say is don't kill the guy
2: who wrote that press release. Oh, you've got to keep him around. Because that guy should be working at like... In the highest upper echelons of New York media. That is a totally brilliant agree. article.
1: It However, is. despicable human scum <laughs> Yang, who was worse <laughs> than a dog, perpetrated thrice-cursed acts of treachery Thrice. in betrayal Thrice. of such profound trust and warmest paternal love shown by the party and the leader for him.
0: And, you know, they seem like such a soft, warm... I think of the color blue <laughs> when I think of the North Korean regime. Yeah. Soft, nice... Cozy, warm fireplace, s'mores. A powdery blue. A powdery, beautiful blue. They yeah. are they have a warm embrace.
2: Like a seventies tuxedo. Indeed. <laughs> I, I uh it's funny not to get serious because I, I think you know seriousness is overrated, but sure. it it's amazing how much we do not know about North Korea. It, we know nothing. We, nothing.
0: We know literally nothing. Well, I was under the impression, and Marcus and I have discussed this many, many times, uh I do, And it's still a possibility. Dennis Rodman, I think there might be an Argo situation happening. I think he might be the greatest CIA spy of all time.
2: I think you're giving Dennis Rodman a lot of credit. I'm giving him way too much (laughs) credit. That's what I've been saying.
0: I'm giving him way too much credit. But I don't even know. I mean, the thing is, he might not even know that he's bugged. But you can just put any sort of microphone in any number of piercings, any number of bizarre holes that he's drilled into his body over the years, and you could really get yourself quite a bit of very important information. I think that's probably true. What if he gets Kenneth Bay out? (laughs) <laughs> you know, of course, Kenneth Pay for those that don't know, he was a missionary over in North Korea, and uh, and they arrested him, and he's probably getting tortured on a daily basis.
2: And then does he go to Iran and get the CIA guy out? He could do
0: that. D-Rod can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He's a rebounder. He's a saver. You All know, right. That's what he
2: does. All right. I was in on the Rodman story the first time when Vice sent him over with the Globe yes. Tatters to play the the worst version of the Washington Generals that have ever happened. I know, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, as the story goes on, it's it's, you know, you don't want to just say this Guy's an idiot who doesn't
0: know what he's doing. Because right.
2: he's Dennis Rodman. He's great.
0: You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I love for, him
2: for all the the lulzy nature of of you know celebrity.
0: The man is a six time NBA champion. A Six time, five time, I think a five time champion. NBA champion. He's a hero. Grew up without a father. Married himself. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen. That's I love Dennis Rodman yeah. so much as a person. He's vulnerable. He's had a tough life. But then, yeah, the North Korea thing. It is a bit of a head scratcher where you're like. What do you mean you love Kim Jong-un? <laughs> right. Like, you guys are really tight? Yeah. And, it, and everything that Kim Jong-un does, like killing his uncle... Hell, he just murdered his entire... Uh, every girl that he had ever slept with just got murdered. Yeah. Every girlfriend he ever had. He just killed multiple families. And d is just like, yeah, but you should... You gotta be there for buffet time. It is the best buffet I have ever had. And yeah. he's really quite charming once you get a bunch of cavassier inside of him. I maintain this whole thing is about weird sex. You think? That's do you think that Kim Jong-un and, 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 and Rodman yeah. are having sex with one another? Or do you think it's a large no. romp situation? It's a,
2: it's a Game of Thrones okay. uh, little finger
0: kind of yeah. situation.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's going over there. This is... North Korea is one of the last great sex tourism places (laughs) that we don't know about um and, that is uh, true you
0: know, i can only imagine what the north korean sex party looks like yeah
2: the glass of north korea yeah. sex tourism will come
0: uh-huh yeah, in yeah. one day
2: uh, <laughs> everything i've said so far in this podcast makes me want to go to hell personally that's fine it
0: just happens i mean yeah. it's it a safe space right, right. oh yeah. it's a totally safe space yeah. how terrified is that in, right oh yeah there's no, there is no film in these cameras <laughs> Those, um How terrifying is that if you were were one of these poor women that are probably just in some sort of sex dungeon, waiting almost like an orca at SeaWorld, just waiting to perform, but for the most part, you're just in solitary confinement. By the way, nobody else at this table cares about whales because I'm the only one who saw Blackfish. Yeah. Check it out. Marcus. Why do do you hate me for this? Just
1: because it's all you've been talking about for the last week and a half, just Blackfish, Blackfish. It's an
0: amazing documentary. You should probably check it out, Marcus. (laughs) Anyway, these women are living like uh, Tillicum, who is the name of the orca, okay. in the movie Blackfish, until somebody comes down and arouses them and wakes them up to have some bizarre sex party. How terrifying is that when Dennis Rodman walks through the door? That's a scary, that's an intimidating thing. He's probably
2: man. something they have never even physically laid eyes on. I Absolutely. Uh, I would imagine that North Korea... There's a, a story uh, – you follow this guy David Guttenfelder on Twitter or Instagram yes, or anything. And he's I've heard- the photographer. He's either an AP photographer or something like that. Anyway, he's living in North Korea and he's – Basically, the only guy in the world who gets shots of North Korea out there. And Amazing. Slowly but surely, sort of informing people what it's like to live inside the country.
0: And what are some of his? Um, what are some of his pictures? Uh, and what, what? What is his? Yeah, overall the subway system. Do the, they have? So they have a subway. They system. do
2: have a subway system. It's crazy, actually. There's it's pictures of you know murals of deer
0: dear leaders. Uh, How all do over they have the a place. subway system if we have Joe Loda? That makes no <laughs> sense. That's mm-hmm. a very uh, bizarre reference to Joe Lota, the former head of the MTA. Yeah, and it's my impressive. choice for New York City mayor.
2: Did you vote for Joe Lota? I did. You I liked was the, the lisp?
0: I was the only. I love the lisp. <laughs> I love the lisp. And uh, yeah, I just I just wanted to be uh, just wanted to be contradictory. You All know? right, I was the one person in, in New York City that voted right. for him. All but, right, good. Yeah, you're Dad, right.
2: We need people to vote for the people. Just. To feel better about themselves at
0: the end of the The day. The pro lisp party. People with with lisps are some of the most uh, oppressed people on the face of the planet. No one respects what they say. Yeah, that's true. It's very difficult. Yeah. So they have a subway system over there in North Korea. They have a whole infrastructure, I suppose.
2: Yeah. So he takes these great photos. And uh, the reason I brought him up was he uh, went to the airport the other day and he tweeted that uh, the guy at the airport, uh, he informed the guy at the airport that Nelson Mandela had died about a week later. Um, So... You know, a lot of people were reading this tweet and saying, wow, you know, they didn't even know that Nelson Mandela died. My reaction was like, how did they even know who
0: Nelson Mandela was? Yeah. Right.
2: Uh, And I don't think uh, there was a follow-up to that. So now we're just lost here in mystery. I
0: don't think (laughs) – yeah, I would argue – that they probably did not know who Nelson Mandela was. And they but just apparently did.
2: this guy at the airport did. Maybe he just gets to see more things at the airport.
0: Yeah, I suppose. As far as North yeah. Korean jobs go, the airport is a relatively uh, enlightened experience. I yeah. mean, you get to meet folks from all different countries, uh, yeah. I suppose. It's like the the, the old salons of uh, yeah. Renaissance uh, time. I could totally see that. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's, it's very bizarre that somehow North Korea has a nuclear weapon, isn't it?
2: It's bizarre. How did they get
0: it?
1: it they single-mindedness.
0: Exactly. I was yeah. going to say they're singularly. It was the focused. one. The yeah. one goal was to get yeah. the nuclear nu- nuclear uh, weapon. And, are, and are they, you a nuclear guy? You know what? I'm so sick of the nuclear nuclear thing. But I've been I've been trying to say it the proper way.
2: How does nuclear happen? <laughs> nuclear <laughs> no, happens I'm, when, I'm you a, when you have when you have a large
0: tongue, and you grow up in Wisconsin. And you know, it's just nuclear. Nuclear is nuclear. it's a, it's a sharper way to do it. Nuclear is like you know, hey man, it's not less sharp. It's <laughs> you know? adding syllables. It's adding a yes. that don't belong. It's... I wasn't there at the meeting where yeah. they made the word without the extra U. Right. You're so the, I'm bringing the U. You're back the revolutionary.
2: Back to of, That's right.
0: Uh, this is my revolution. Right. I'm gonna you're... kill my goddamn uncle. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Let's get him on the horn and let him know. Nuclear. They have a weapon that can destroy the entire planet Earth. And they are absolutely bonkers insane. Yeah. Do you think this is actually something to be worried about? Because they also are not intelligent enough to get a missile that doesn't go immediately into the ocean. Yeah. I have no worries about North Korea
2: at all. So are you... uh, Especially since, like, that's China's job. Right, you know, and, and it, China is
0: very upset with them right now as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, whatever China feels about North Korea—if they're happy, if they're sad, if right. they're nervous, whatever—you take care of that. If Canada was was totally unstable and had a, had a nuclear weapon, right? You know, that's our job. Well, I guess technically, you know, every we, other country in the world is
0: our job, but yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: you know. Uh, uh,
0: we got Canada's back, yeah. you know. We're the, we're the we're the strapped well, up goon right next to our. Uh, I will very say, don't sleep Canada. on
2: Canada as becoming like a petro bully in the next ten years.
0: What do you mean, as they, far as the uh, petroleum they, goes? Yeah, they have a yeah. lot
2: of uh, oil and this, you know, this Keystone pipeline. Yeah, yeah. There, You know, they uh, don't sleep on them. Be going from like totally inferiority complex to. Right. You know, just bullying the hell out of us.
0: You think they're going to have a, a, a sort of Saudi sensibility come about? They're going to have just possible. A very Many of their women can't drive. In, in Canada? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it's a Saudi sensibility.
2: <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's new. What? It's new. It's like women can go to Tim Hortons and that's it.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I yeah. would like to be a lady in Canada. <laughs> yeah. I love Tim Hortons. That's, that's amazing. But they can't drive to Tim Hortons. So you think that Canada, now that they're going to start controlling much more oil with, uh, oil with the Keystone Pipeline... You think that we're staring down the barrel of a powerful Canada? I, I do. A decade away, I do. I think the, the U.S. needs to be scared. The sun has set on the American Empire. <laughs> oh
2: my God! And it's time for Canada. Anybody <laughs> but the Canadians. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my goodness. I would say actually the opposite. I would welcome like, like Kent Canadians. Brockman. I would I would welcome <laughs> our new Canadian overlords.
1: Yeah. I First suppose they get the best mayor, and now they're getting yep. all the oil.
2: Yeah.
0: The oil and Rob Ford. That's all you need.
2: That's a that's a
0: mini series right there. <laughs> the oil right, and yes. Rob Ford. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. Yeah, I love it. Well, that's interesting. We'll have to watch the rise of Canada. I say it's yes. happening right under our nose. And when it people. happens over the next ten years, you're going to be like,
2: who is on our podcast, Marcus? Uh, who is that I wonder- guy?" <laughs> yeah, and it's me. Mark it down. That's right.
0: <laughs> Slade HV on Twitter as well. Follow Slade (laughs) on Twitter. It's Slade HV, capital H, capital V. Yeah. What's the HV stand for?
2: Hypervocal.
0: Hypervocal. uh, And what's Hypervocal?
2: That is uh, the website that my business partner and I started in October 2010. Okay. So we've been around for a little while. It's everything you think that a website would be. It's a little bit of news, a little bit of nonsense. Fantastic. Fantastic. It's a little bit of what you should read, what you have to read, and what you want to
0: read. Do you got any top ten lists? No. I need to see top ten lists no. about Christmas sweaters. We did, some,
2: we did some best of 2013s, like I did a best of local news in 2013, which did great traffic. Very nice. But outside of that... uh uh, not so much with the lists and the gifts. Was and, there a story
0: that you can recall uh, in particular as far as the best of local news that stood out as the uh, – because Marcus and I were quite news junkies, so perhaps well, we've heard of it. Sure. Uh, God, we know see. so many – I couldn't even – that's a, such a tough question because we've – every – we do so many damn shows together. There's so many news stories. I couldn't yeah. – I don't know which one to choose. Well, this was more the uh, the
2: gaff side of local news. Oh, like, okay. Uh, the, uh, the guy interviewing a cat. Uh, right. <laughs> a man as a cat on the street interview, the monkey who grabbed the reporter's boob. Fantastic. Um, this Saw is the, the hard news right. that we tackle <laughs> right. uh, at hypervocal.com.
0: Speaking of uh speaking of news, and we're gonna get to uh monkeys uh in space very, very soon with uh speaking of Can't nuclear look. nations, uh of course the uh, aspiring nuclear nation, Iran, they sent another monkey to space. But uh, I'm not sure if you heard about this scandal. I guess we can get your take on it. Megan Kelly, she recently said that Jesus was white and that Santa was white, and um I asked Marcus, I said, I don't know why people are upset that she said Santa was white, because I think Santa probably was white, but people are apparently upset because she just hated the idea of anybody not white being Santa, and I would say... If you're a black dude, the idea of, you know, just like going down a chimney of some random white people's house in Connecticut yeah. uh, and giving them presents, that's a lot more dangerous. Knock out. <laughs> that's gamer. a lot more dangerous <laughs> when you're a fat, jolly, fucking, <laughs> like, when you're the fat, jolly white guy, they're like, oh, we gave you some cookies. Yeah. If you're a black dude, there's going to be a lot of people standing their ground. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't want your fucking gifts. Get out of here. But like, I'm Black Santa. Yeah. Florida. Can I not give you gifts? The, the state of Florida, <clears throat> that's a little tough. Yeah. I think it's tricky. You yeah. know?
2: There's a lot more stand-your-ground uh, cases with Black Santas coming up in Florida. Yeah, uh, indeed. But, you know, listen, I can't really comment on this because I don't see color. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm, I'm routinely impressed that people find new ways to be... Uh, outraged by surprise at right. what happens on Fox News. Yeah. You know, yeah. when Reza Aslan, when he was on in that ridiculous interview where the woman couldn't understand how he was Muslim and wrote a book oh about my Jesus, oh, Jesus. Yeah. you know, the, the, the
0: outrage on that. He you was know, like, I'm a theologian. I study all religions. Mm, no, but yeah. you're Muslim.
1: And right. it's like,
2: get over it. And and yeah. the story there was basically this was a weekend interview with a right. weekend anchor who's not good on her feet with a weekend producer who clearly put some you know tough like weird questions on a card. This is your B team stuff.
0: Yeah, it's it was Fox News,
2: and it's Fox News. Like, why are we? uh surprised that that people on Fox News think Jesus was the only white guy in the Middle East. Right. You know, and that Santa was real. Uh, the the people who talk about the war on Christmas. Right. You know, I'm just I used to laugh at Fox News, now I just you know, not even from an ideological perspective. I spent 5 years working in cable news. It's yeah. just hilarious. Right. Um but I, I don't know why we're, we are continuing to devote column inches and tweets and sure. stuff to something that is so obviously uh, not steeped in reality
0: that it's sort of a parody of itself in a way. I mean, most cable news is kind of a parody of cable news at this point, which is uh, Absolutely. Fairly MSNBC,
2: amazing. CNN. They're all yeah. nuts in the oh, wrong yeah. way.
0: They are. But I do love my Shepard Smith. Oh, He's, he's my the favorite newsman around. He he's hilarious. The best. And Megyn Kelly's beautiful, so she can think whatever she wants. Yeah, I don't care. I
2: recently dug up the my favorite Shep Smith clip of all time. Before he was like Shep Smith famous, mm-hmm. he was on Fox News and he was talking about Jen, Jennifer Lopez. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, and he says uh, "blow job." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out of
0: nowhere, like it's oh, not he was even it's it.
2: not even in the the context of what he was trying to. say. I had a
0: great time, uh, a wonderful experience meeting Shepard Smith. Oh yeah, he was hanging out with Lawrence Taylor. The of course number fifty six for the New York Giants, the great linebacker Lawrence Taylor, well, they do uh, also some, a uh, rapist, uh, yeah. uh, by the way, uh, yes. of a underage, young underage of a rapist, young stripper. Yes. Um, but he was hanging out with Shepard Smith, and I was with my friend Ed Larson, who was on another podcast called the Roundtable of Gentlemen that we do together. And uh, Ed uh, was thrilled that Lawrence Taylor was in his uh, was in his restaurant, and I didn't give a shit about Lawrence Taylor, but Shepard Smith, <laughs> yeah. I was I was absolutely uh, awestruck by this man, gorgeous. Gorgeous man.
2: Could you imagine if Lawrence Taylor played in the age of Twitter? and I would love bad. to hear what Lawrence
0: Taylor would be tweeting right now. Yeah. It I mean, would be it, insane. And,
2: and just people spotting him in hotel rooms at 5 in the morning. Oh, my God. You know, before an, a, a Sunday 1 o'clock game, this guy was up all hours of the night. Absolutely. My favorite thing that th- those old Giants used to do is they used to send, and they weren't alone in this, but they were the people who I think either made it popular or – or talked about it more, was they used to send hookers to mm-hmm. the opposing team the night that's before
1: right.
0: big games at, like, 3 in the morning. And yeah, that
1: that's how, a great uh, move. Isn't that how the Buffalo Bills got, like, I think Thurman well, Thomas. Thurman Thomas, and, Thomas yeah. Was,
0: yeah. Thurman Thomas was sent a prostitute uh, the night before the Super Bowl, yeah. and uh, apparently she did her job remarkably well, because I think he fumbled a couple of times. He had an awful game, because he yeah. was just completely drained of energy. He was still drunk. Still drunk. Yeah, yeah.
1: was he the one that couldn't find his helmet?
2: He did have a decent uh second half before the uh I feel like I just watched those highlights recently, but that was probably a year ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's not get into what you do when you're sad and alone on a Saturday. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. What what, uh, what let me on? out of this studio. I need to go home and watch <laughs> what, Super Bowl highlights. What uh, I watched the New York Knicks uh highlight. I have a New York Knicks box set, and I'm not I'm not even gonna tell you how how many times I've watched them win that championship. I love it. <laughs> uh, it's so sad and pathetic. Uh, what news ch- uh, channels did you work for? Uh, so, let's see. Just,
2: uh, I worked... This is, might be weird. Uh, I worked for Lou Dobbs at
0: CNN. That's great. When yeah. he was at CNN, I love the Lou Dobbs show yeah. now. It's on, uh, what is it? It's not Fox, it's the other. Fox Business. Fox Business, You yeah. You know that that exists? Oh, I watch Lou Dobbs constantly. Really? I love and, the Dobbs.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, uh... Yeah, Ben's
1: uh, day job is a dog nanny, so he yeah. has a lot of time wow. in front of a... Uh, at TV with cable.
0: That's all I do. Amazing. Watch my Dobbs, cheer him on. I said, go Dobbs, go Dobbs. Nice. I was,
2: uh, Lou Dobbs and I for seven years were
0: basically inseparable.
2: And how did you, did you like Lou Dobbs? As a person? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. As a, uh, as a uh, on-air personality, what do you think? Uh, Yeah.
2: I mean, you know. When I when I started to work for Lou Dobbs, I actually – my first day, just by coincidence, was the day where he changed from Lou Dobbs' Moneyline okay. uh, to Lou Dobbs' Tonight, where he went from the respected career journalist who basically invented financial news on TV. OK. Uh, before, like, the, Jim Cramer and
0: things like that? Yeah, oh, he was yeah. well
2: before. I mean, Lou, uh, you know, CNN – his stuff on CNN predates CNBC by a decade.
0: So he was a nice guy. Uh yeah,
2: sure. Uh to me. <laughs> he has he's a tough reputation. But yeah. we had a, a, a great father son, good colleague relationship where uh, clearly, he was my boss, but he was, uh, you know, a friend first and foremost. And nice. I got nothing but nice things to say about Lou.
0: Say something mean about Lou Dobbs. <laughs> I kidding. am not going. I'll tell you. To. I'll say something mean about Keith Oberman. I heard this story recently. Did uh, you
1: work for Keith? No, Oberman? I did not. Oh, okay. But
0: I have my friend, my good friend, worked for him, and we talk about him sometimes because he was—he's a very mean-spirited individual, an angry man, yes, and not a nice person. Um, But uh, he tweeted something about how anyone who went to Penn State should be in prison for pedophilia, something like this. And uh, so somebody that went uh, to Penn State, you know, tweeted back, you know, you're, you're a fucking asshole, right? right. Yeah, sure. Which That's is a rational right. response yeah. to a, a bizarre statement that everybody that uh, went to Penn State should be registered pedophiles. And uh, he found that that person worked at AOL or they worked for, you know, the Huffington Post company.
2: Okay. So he got
0: a hold of Ariana Huffington. And had the dude fired. Get out of here. Over a tweet. Seriously? Yes, sir. I met the man. Yeah. Wow. It's insane. So he is a very that's that's a that's a Kim Jong un move. That is a Kim Jong un move. That is what that is.
2: Keith Oberman's a very sad individual. When
0: he uh, do you remember when and he I agree
2: up- with a lot of you know, whatever, fifty, sixty, seventy percent, I can't quantify that yeah. number, but more than fifty percent I would say. I'm gonna give him forty seven and a half percent. All right, good. <laughs> Better than forty seven percent. Yeah. Uh and uh He just, I mean, if I saw that guy, I would run the other way as fast as possible. He is just a a ticking time bomb, Keith is. What do
0: you think? I mean, and, you know, we can get back to Iran and stuff uh, soon. But yesterday, it was Friday. And every Friday, I have a thought that goes through my head where it's like, there hasn't been a shooting this week. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah. And then, of course, you know, you wish and you will receive. Yeah. yeah. We had another uh, school shooting uh, in Colorado. Yeah. a pathetic attempt, by the way. It's the man bad. just killed himself. Thankfully, he didn't kill anybody else, but you know, he's, not, he's not high on the list. Of uh, successful uh, school spree shooters, when it comes to that,
1: nope. Yep. A 15-year-old girl was taken to a hospital with serious injuries. Though previous reports suggested a second student was wounded by the gunman, however, he only it was a succeeded. woman that he shot, a girl. Yeah, he sh- and he she shot was a trying to be. She was girl. a
0: she was a real hero. She like uh, approached him and tried to get the gun out of his hands. Early
1: reports say that she tried to approach him, but upon further inspection, getting more uh, statements from people, it no, there was no hero situation here. None at all. No, they were just trying to create a narrative.
0: Oh, okay. I like that narrative, though.
1: No, it's a great one. But that plays into what what I'm going (laughs) to... It's fun, but... Yeah, yeah.
0: what I want to talk about. Because, of course, as soon as it happens, all the news networks, they shut down breaking news, school shooting. Like, all this very dramatic, very, like, borderline excited. Yeah, sure. Actually exceptionally excited (laughs) about the school shooting.
1: My God, the other day, a couple weeks ago, do you remember that gunman that uh, went into the mall over in Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. Man! All of the local news stations just shut down. They had a million people out there. They were so fucking excited and so disappointed when they found that he didn't even fire a shot. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't fire a single shot.
0: Is this the new pastime? Is this the new? Is this the new game that we play in America? Well,
1: ye all gather round the mass shooting.
0: Pretty, I'm serious. And you know, it's funny because I have conversations with my friends um, constantly about these things, and it's just so normalized now. And uh, what do you think? Do you think that the way the media covers these things, uh, especially when it comes to these tragic events, do you think that that um, empowers somebody to go do uh, a mass shooting in an attempt to like? I'm going to beat Adam Lanza's record of 26. Oh, kids. I don't think there's a
2: question that 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 happens. But you have a a populace that wants answers immediately,
0: even if they're wrong answers, <laughs> such as the narrative yeah, they made about the
2: 15 year old exactly. girl, and uh, also
1: about the second gunman at uh, Sandy Hook. Oh, yes, Hook, right. You know?
2: Yeah, and, and you have a a news culture that right. you know just no matter what happens, if it bleeds, it leads, and this quite right. literally bleeds.
0: Yeah. That's true. Um, I mean, because you've been you've been on that sort of side of the news where it's like you sort of like choose what news story to cover and what sort of angle to take on it. Yeah. Um, what's the overall react? I mean, I, uh, how many years ago were you working in the uh, cable news? So
2: uh, let's see. I worked for Lou from 2003 to 2010. Oh, okay. So
0: you saw a yeah. lot of bloody things.
2: Yeah, I did. And I I, uh, I should make clear I worked for
0: Lou at CNN. Yes. I was never a CNN employee. All right. Mm. Um. So at some point you have to feel, and I think Marcus and I feel a similar way, when you do see news, it's bizarre because you don't channel it as a human being. You channel no. it as like, oh, this is something I can talk about. Oh, it's Gallo's, it's, if it's not gallows humor, it's
2: gallows news preparation. It's, right. You are totally desensitized to anything. I, I still remember the most clear memory I have of a news story that should have affected me that didn't was when Corey Lytle flew into the building in New York, the Yankees pitcher. That's yeah. right. I recall that yeah. story. I remember that. So that happened, I don't know, maybe 3, 4 in the afternoon, right. maybe a little earlier. I don't remember, but I, I, I remember pretty vividly being in the newsroom. And you were
0: in a New York high-rise, not far from yes, where that was. That was exactly. Midtown, wasn't it? Yeah, it
2: was uh, on the east side in the, I don't know, maybe 60s? 50s to yeah. 70s. Yeah. yeah. Um and uh I still remember you know the reports came in a plane just flew into a building 911 stuff you know right. we're going through the catalog of things this possibly could be
0: I think the Yankees did it the whole time <laughs> I, I don't 9/11 think 911 was any caused by the Yankees they yeah. fucking blamed it on Al Qaeda that's yeah. bullshit
2: Well Corey Lytle was not a very uh Yankee a tr- he wasn't a true Yankee What do you mean why not is uh, he you know, crashed he, a plane we, into a New York building. Well, no, <laughs> that, I mean that,
0: did that you you lose your Yankee card. Yeah, I, no, he just
2: wasn't a great. You know, there was a lot of promise with Corey although right. They got him from the Reds. You know, he just never fulfilled his promise. You know, is this the, uh, you know, the Steinbrenners maybe right. messing with the brakes a little bit? You never know.
0: Oh, all right. That's the kind of thing that was never reported. I'm going to make a bizarre reference to a great movie starring John Candy. Who is Harry Crumb? Oh, oh right Wonderful movie. scene where yeah. uh, there's some brake tampering going on. Yeah. But John Candy figures it out like he always does. Bumbling around. <laughs> yeah. Jowls a-flailing. R.I.P. Right, John Candy. <laughs> oh, he's the best. That yeah. man, that's a sad news day. Yeah. I was John the, Candy dies. The first
1: celebrity uh, death that actually affected me. And the first celebrity funeral that I ever saw. We I was, saw I was, John was, Candy's funeral on TV. John
0: Candy's funeral was massive. They shut down L.A. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. Yeah, that man was... Uh, Chris Farley was mine. When yeah. Chris Farley... I still remember I was watching Entertainment similar Tonight. Guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. similar guys. Very similar guys. Mary Hart. Mary Hart on mm-hmm. Entertainment Tonight. Do you I remember watched, her?
1: I watched Entertainment Tonight every night. That woman could not not smile.
0: And she great. delivered the news much like news anchors deliver the news about uh, massacre, mass shootings at schools, grinning from ear to ear.
1: Chris Farley has
0: died. I'm like, why are you smiling, woman? My idol has just gone away. Heroin and a prostitute. Mm. That's fine. Well, at though. least we still have Kim Jong-un to fill Chris Farley's... That's uh, right. Uh, you know. David Spade, get over to North Korea. Yeah. Re-be- reboot this acting career. Stop working with, what is it? Uh, Rob Ford. Schneider. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rob Schneider,
1: but or Rob Ford. You know, Rob Ford's getting sued for uh, slander right now. Why? What did he, he say? He apparently called a journalist a pedophile. Well, yeah. the journalist right. very
0: well might have been a pedophile. Uh, it a- turns out he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. I think, yeah. So you're telling me yeah. Rod Ford was wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. he was.
1: Uh, he's getting like sued a- for for libel uh, because uh, Ford uh, told another journalist in an interview, Daniel Dale is in my backyard taking pictures. I have little kids. He's taking pictures of little kids. I don't want to say that word, but you start thinking about what this guy's all about.
2: Yeah, follow I mean, uh, D Dale Eight on Twitter. I think that's that guy's name. Yeah, uh, and he wrote he had a whole bunch of good tweets the other day, including his uh, his lawsuit. He tweeted all this stuff out. I mean, really amazing stuff. What is going on in Toronto? I it don't. Is. I don't mm. think it's. You know, we're all very close to this story, and we, yes. we we watch the gifs where he runs over this woman. We post the YouTube where he says, "I didn't eat out that aid." Uh, you know, it, yeah, it, it, I've got plenty to eat at home, right? <laughs> you
0: know, yes, it's, you do, Mister Ford. It,
2: it's all funny in the moment, and you know, we're gonna look back at this in a year and oh, yeah. just be like, "What the fuck was going on?" <laughs> it there? is
0: one of the strangest <laughs> blips in political history. Yeah, it really just is. makes no sense whatsoever. And he's still again. Still the mayor yeah, of Toronto. a higher
2: popularity rating than after, Barack Obama.
0: It, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, we could talk about that Yemen bombing as well. He doesn't, he doesn't kill quite as many people as uh, Barack Obama. Um, but as, as opposed to uh, Obama talking about being a man of the people, Rob Ford is a man of the people. Oh, yeah. Sure. And, and
1: he says about this, I stand by my words. Damn right you do, Mr. Ford. He's
2: not apologizing. He's a, not a This is the beginning kinda. of the Petro Bully of Canada. That's it. That's yeah. it.
0: It all starts with Rob Ford. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That makes all the sense in the world. We're done. <laughs> Mr. It's a, it's Rob a great Ford. story. But just
2: like all things that seem very urgent now. Uh, in the moment, we will forget about Rob Ford, and six yes. months from now, when someone says Rob Ford, you're going to have to go through the mental Rolodex for a second and be like, oh yeah, Rob Ford, that was a great story.
0: If we can find a way to keep him alive, if we can find a way to keep Rob Ford in the in uh, in the in the lexicon for, for as long as po- Sarah Palin's still around. She's a reality star. But it's, just, it's not star. possible,
2: because when you do it intentionally, you start to get into, well, I'm tired of this story already. Right. You know, and, and which happens too often, and, and yes. that's exactly how we move on to the next thing so quickly. Right. You know, I mean, think about the things that happened in 2013 that were so urgent at mm-hmm. the moment, and it's all we could talk about. You know, like the Christopher Dorner manhunt. That's right. You know I mean, right. that was... Yeah. For 72 hours, that was the craziest story on, in the history of civilization, to quote every website That's of right. all time. And for,
0: for those that don't know, Chris Dorner, Google him if you don't remember this story. Uh, a black fellow, former uh, LAPD officer, he was hunted down. Uh, he he, it was, it was a phenomenal. He got fired and freaked the fuck out. Yeah, he and, had a uh, falling down moment. The yeah. manhunt was phenomenal. Uh, my favorite piece of the manhunt, do you recall when they found the two two completely different genders yeah. and races, They but they thought that it was Dorner's car, and they, the LAPD just shot up the car. Yeah. Yep. This is an insane... And we're just like, it was a mistaken identity. It's like, you just shot two people on the yeah. side of the street. This is America, what's happening?
1: Can't corner the Dorner.
0: Can't corner the door. That's do a it. good meme. that <laughs> <laughs> meme to Ned, <laughs> Ned Hepburn. Yeah. That's You'll a good to one. To <laughs> to do It was it. a
1: pretty good 4chan meme for a while. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Can't corner the
0: daughter. But yeah, so we have Chris Dorder, which, yeah, that was the biggest news story in right. the history of news. And
2: every year we have these kinds of stories like, uh, you know, where the hell is Ted Williams, the guy with the golden voice? That's right. You know, right. the homeless oh, man yeah. with the
0: golden voice. He went back to re. He, get, he went to, He's homeless again. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the, yeah, you that's know, the sad uh, story. You know, remember
2: in early 2011 when fish and birds were. Falling out of the sky. That's well, right, fish in Alabama, the sky, but yeah. birds were falling out of the sky mm-hmm. and fish were turning up dead. Like
0: that was all just an M Night Shyamalan marketing oh, yeah. ploy. Yeah, he, he caused all that.
2: But like, just think about these stories. That for seventy two hours, it's all anybody can right. talk about. And then we move on to these other stories, and it, we're all just this giant news Tasmanian devil that rips so, everything to shreds, and then we move on to something else, all the while going. Do you
0: think that that's a larger uh, example, though, of the problem that's going on currently, as far as like getting no actual, um, no no problem solved because you're like like Newtown. Today is the one year anniversary yes. of one of the worst tragedies in American history. And after Newtown, everyone's like, we're going to ban, uh, you know, excessive amounts of bullet cartridge, uh, cartridges and semi-automatics. Nothing has happened. Do you right. think that the fact that the news cycle is so, like, Adam lanza that was three days ago. Yeah. Who I, gives I, a fuck? Do you think that there that's one of the reasons that we don't see any actual uh, progress when it comes to solving these, like, obvious problems? Because every week there's a fucking shooting. I
2: think that's part of the problem because you don't have... You know the the people picking up pitchforks and torches on the right things. They go to and, Twitter and, say, and Facebook now. Yeah, um, well, you I know think, the other.
1: Go ahead. Marcus. I think we've got too much information right now because there's so many things that come in at all times, and that just has to do with the internet because we're so connected to the internet in so many ways. Oh yeah, we have so many different distractions and so many small things. Whereas before, I think people on a national level they knew of these huge national problems, so they got behind. And there was very few huge, of them. Yeah. Where yeah. yeah, and there was very few there was a lot less of them or at least a lot less that people knew about right. and now you've got people that are just obsessed with blackfish and all they want to Bla- talk why about why do you is say black. like i don't like the way they say black buddy by the way
2: it did seem racist it
1: did seem racist <laughs> he's from texas
0: hey hey hey
1: he's from texas don't do that bull don't do that fucking huffington post like of course he's from texas don't Naturally. Give me that shit
0: blackfish Um, is a wonderful motion picture that everybody needs to see. Willie Nelson boycotted SeaWorld, and we were talking before the show. Where Willie Nelson goes, there go I. And if you want to be a successful human being, Slade, Marcus, and myself all agree, if you just have Willie Nelson as your moral compass, you are going to be a good person.
2: You really are. There's no way to go wrong. We talked earlier, Senator Mark Pryor is uh, in Arkansas, and he's about to be probably defeated. Uh, But he put out this ad. Republican uh, fella. Uh, he put out this ad that that he uh, you know his moral compass is the Bible, just Not, to you know get to pander to some people. Don't
0: they stone women and shit in the Bible?
2: A lot you, of bad things yeah. happen in
1: that uh, that yeah. first half.
0: Yeah, but but
2: Willie Nelson, I don't think you can go wrong and can't. Listen I didn't see this African American fish documentary that you <laughs> you know that you brought up earlier but whatever Willie Nelson said in
0: it I am totally for. I mean yeah that's uh, Willie wasn't even in it he just watched it uh, as a matter of fact his granddaughter watched it and she called up Grandpappy Willie and she told him mm, don't go play at SeaWorld He said, "Okay, baby, I won't." Wow!
2: So this is like the uh, Sun City of like uh, apartheid. This is it's just beautiful. Interesting. It's just
0: beautiful. So check out Blackfish. But yeah, I mean that is the thing. It's like you know, even with like you know, but don't discount
2: Congress. I mean, don't discount the fact that you know it's not all the American people. It's so I think the
0: vast majority of the American people are very good. Very, very do, smart. Do you? I do, yeah. <laughs> I do. I like yeah, them. No, I, t- I like tend to people. like most people that I meet. This is the only, this is the only, right. I'm like my own little case study what for you people. met like 12, 13 people I've met 11 people. <laughs> I that's love a nine of, of them. That's enough. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to go meet a bunch of people. Right. I don't want yeah. to start hating folks, right.
2: you know. Let's just tone it down on the number of people that are trying to meet me.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I can never tell whether we're underestimating or overestimating the American public.
2: That's actually an amazing, amazing question slash point. I mean, I have no idea about that. And, you know, I host this national radio show yeah. and, and we ask for people's opinions all the time. And we get these great opinions of people who are really smart and they tweet at us and they say these really smart things. Right. Um, and, and then I look at like, you know, anyone who is, you know, gets a lot of people tweeting at them. You know, we get our, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50 people, whatever, want to tweet at us. Sure. You know, but – that's a obviously a small sample who listen to a station on Sirius that is for people who know the
0: system. I mean, it's called POTUS, right? It's not I exactly mean, it, like I feel like I want to rock and roll today. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the POTUS station, right. yeah, man. Yeah. Matt,
2: now look at the tweets that that you know people on MSNBC and Fox News and CNN and these guys get you know in response to them, and you're just like, wow, people are not good at all. Yeah. Well, people I, are the worst.
0: The yeah, the uh I also it's kind of annoying the way that the people uh, you know, just like tweet at us here at uh you know, the Ed Schultz show. Why for yes and for no, and it's right. like what is? That's not what Twitter was for, right? There's no reason to have that whatsoever. I think that when people go out there and they fish for individuals to uh to tweet at them, I think when you cast a larger net, you're going to get a lot of dumb fish.
2: You really are, uh. And so I think it's more that. But and, and also, but also there's a dad jeans component to that. Like when Ed yeah. Schultz is asking for your your tweets, it's dad jeans, you know? It's, yeah,
0: I like that term, dad jeans.
2: Yeah, it's dad jeans. You're looking at like whitewashed jeans up to the to the yeah, belly button. Yeah, yeah. That's what that is. That is, you know, I live in
0: Williamsburg, it's it's some hipster jeans as well, <laughs> right? Well, I maybe. know that,
2: but this is not the this is the the unironic dad jeans that I yes. speak of.
1: Well, I sometimes question as far as uh, Connors and tweeters and things like that. Tweeters, tweeters, you know, like the you say All the horrible the people, like do those. Uh, do you think those opinions that people have on the internet, on, on comments boards and, and, and tweets and all that, do you think any of those opinions actually translate into any kind of real world uh, – you, you know what I'm saying. Like, I do. Does well, it, does it I mean have any sort of like real world, world effect or I, I, is it just I, people blowing off steam?
2: I think it depends. I think you have people in the political sphere of Twitter or on you know comments uh, – uh, you know, talking points memo or whatever right. the equivalent on the right at Breitbart dot com or whatever. I I think these people um actually do follow through with some things. You know, right. not burning crosses or or whatever the left equivalent is. You know, I, I think these are the people who actually are calling and writing their senators and their congressmen. I think these people are the ones calling into and emailing E-emailing Fox News yeah. and and uh you know and getting their opinions. And it just it it's. You know, it's circular. It's it's you know these people feed the beast, and then when the beast is fed, they vomit it back into the form of ratings and or whatever it is. And I think you get that. But you know, I think the one thing that is clear, uh, that is undisputable, is that there are people that are wrong on the internet. I I know you don't want to believe that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I really, you know, I thought that J Lo was really fat and looked terrible in that dress. Yeah. I thought for sure that was the truth. She's not a beautiful, stunning woman that anyone would right. die to be with. Yeah. She looked terrible. So people
2: have some wrong opinions on the internet. Yeah. I think, you know, the the quicker we all get to that point And, uh, I agree. Just,
0: well, one nice thing I do suppose is that it does, uh, it creates conversation, which is why radio, you know, obviously we do podcasts and things. Um, but we're very excited to have the opportunity to start taking in calls and things like that because you know creating that dialogue I think is vitally important, and it breeds a lot of uh it breeds a lot of um you know very constructive uh conversation that's something that radio um has that I think you do lose with the Twitter. Oh, and yeah. Facebook, and where people just get to like throw out their two cents. Literally, it's impossible to listen to another person because you're just throwing out a chunk of words.
2: Yeah, but don't don't also underestimate the fact that radio is, as I'm sure you know, the most personal medium in the world. Absolutely. You know, you're talking to one guy in a car, you're talking to... Uh, you know, one woman in an office, whatever whoever yeah. you're talking to, you're talking to one person. You can do long form. Not a woman
0: in a car in Canada, right? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. They don't That's, drive.
2: You know, that Saudi sensibility yeah. always rears its ugly head. You know, radio <laughs> allows you the ability to do 12 minutes on climate change. It allows right. you to do 12 minutes on, um, you know, the the issue of why it's so tough to to put additional restrictions on guns or right. you know and not just 30 seconds of a soundbite from Mike Bloomberg who's like this is what i think about guns you know yeah 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 <laughs> um, make him
0: a little bit more jewish if right, you could yeah,
2: yeah 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 i will try i will try exactly. mike the- bloomberg's my uncle
0: oh is that right no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's good he's going to stay alive for a very long time yeah very nice, yeah, that's the thing about radio the The, the breadth and the length of conversation is, yeah. really, is so, it's really amazing you know,
2: i I think my sense is warped, even though I also run a website and I love twitter and i'm I'm on all this different right. media. um you know i I am constantly blown away by how personal and amazing and long form radio can be right, and that's kind of where you get your best opinions and you get your best stuff. You know, Fox News is not going to read a 2,500-word email that is well thought out and rational. MSNBC is I'm sure that they get a
0: lot of emails that are about that length that are not well thought out or (laughs) rational, and I want them to read all of those or just forward them to Alex Jones. Definitely. He'll just take them all literally and, and roll with it.
2: But Alex Jones is actually a prime example of what I'm talking about. I mean, Alex Jones is a guy who knows that he has a half hour to spell out you know, it's conspiracy theory, it's whatever, but... It's beautifully you know, insane. It's, it, mm-hmm. it is It is so perfect in the right. way that he couldn't do that as a Fox News host. Oh, definitely not. You know, he couldn't. I used to listen to three hours of Glenn Beck a day on the radio. Beck I, is amazing. I, he is mesmerizing. Yeah. I mean, what he can do, and and he brought that to one hour of Fox News... But it was the only show on cable news. And, you know, obviously, I, I'm of the camp that I don't think Glenn Beck really bo- says a word he believes. I think he's the ultimate showman. And, and
0: Well, it's funny. My friend Matt Fisher, who's been on the show many times, uh, he works for GBTV, which oh, okay. sounds gayer than the Logo channel. <laughs> GBTV. doesn't had a lot of sex over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds like such a gay uh, television channel, which is great and it probably should be. Um, but uh, he was... Uh, he told a great story about being on a plane with uh, with Glenn Beck. And Glenn was just talking for hours, what, three, four no, hours. About three hours, all just about, constant talking. Yeah, all about how China is manipulating their currency to uh, start a new trade war. And, uh, you know, really went into this elaborate um, idea. And, you know, uh, probably mildly rational at points, and I'm sure off base at other times. But at the end of it, the plane landed, and he looks up at Matt. And Matt hasn't said a word in four hours. He just looks at Matt, and he's like, so, uh... That makes sense, right? And that was it. And, and that line, like that line, to me is just yeah. such a. No matter who you are as performers, it's like you you need that validation. You yeah. just spoke for four hours at a dude. Yeah, and literally, if if the word is no out of Matt Fisher's mouth, that four hours is gone. Gone. Yeah. It's to be like, oh no, oh okay, right. Never mind. All right, you know, yeah. waste of thought. That, it's the, amazing. Uh, it's it, brilliant.
2: It is. It is brilliant, except for the fact that. You know, you got a problem with the receptacle. You have a lot of people who are taking this information in and right. aren't bright enough to understand what is real and what is show. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who then, you know, lump that in with the stuff they're hearing, uh, stuff they're hearing on, you know, either Rush Limbaugh on the right or MSNBC is the same way. You oh, know, yeah. you listen to Rachel Maddow or Chris Hayes, and uh, you know, I, I think they actually believe much more what they say, but. If you're not bright enough to understand what what those guys are saying, right? You know, you're going to have a whole lot of empty thoughts that you know you could spill out at a party. Sure, but, I mean, it happens but constantly. What's the follow up? Yeah. You know, it's the ultimate. I don't know if you guys are West Wing fans, but uh, you know, Jed Bartlett's running against a George W. Bush type, and sure. they're at, they're at a debate, and Rob Ritchie, who's played by the great James Brolin, all right. Uh, he uh, you know says some stock answer, and and Jed Bartlett says back to him. That's great. That's the ten-word answer my staff was looking for. Give me the next ten words, right? And I will drop out of the campaign, right? And obviously, because it's Aaron Sorkin, it all ends well, and it's great, and you know all that stuff. Right? Uh, and then the music plays and the credits roll. Yeah. Uh, has, but but, do you think but that's short- I think that is I think that is right. For the most part, about the state of people commenting on politics in this country. You have a lot of right. talking points sure. that people are regurgitating, and if you give me the next ten words, I will say debate over you win. Right. But most right.
0: people can't. Do you think that Alan Sorkin has ever had a conversation with a human? <laughs> That's he a good writes question. He writes like I because I watched uh newsroom. Yeah. And I love uh Daniels. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, he's amazing. And uh, and I like the show, but I have just never – and maybe I just hang out with a bunch of ignorant hillbillies.
1: You hang out with – yeah, we're monsters. Is that right? Yeah. Is that we're the problem? Not, we're not – your friends are not bright, myself um, included. Well, that's not true, Marcus. <laughs> Don't say
0: that. You're a very, very smart man. <laughs> Um, but, uh, the dialogue, it's just so, so unbelievably bizarre. Like his brain is half computer. Like he's a cyborg sure. writing, uh, writing this dialogue. I mean, you worked in a newsroom. Yeah. Have you, have you seen the show newsroom? I have seen the show. Has newsroom. anybody ever spoken like that in a newsroom?
2: Uh, you know, he does get the feeling of the newsroom, right. As far as the, uh,
0: the high uh, wire the act, action, the tension, uh, yeah. you
2: know, this comes off the board. This, he did a lot of research for the show. But he has the classic Sorkin stilted dialogue thing going in yeah. the way that, you know, that show needs commercials.
0: Yes, it, I could you go know, I, for a nice <laughs> Cheese Whiz commercial in yeah, between that. You can't I can really go, I can do go, an hour straight of that. Yeah. Like halfway through, I just need to see Flo selling me some progressive insurance. Totally. That would be pretty perfect. Yeah. Give me some, some
2: insurance ads. Give right. me some, you know,. Get Guy Fieri on the screen before I throw up.
0: I want to see the new Taco Bell, uh, the, yeah. the uh, Loco Burrito. Yeah. By the way, uh, Doritos is in talks right now with uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. I heard this. And they are going to be... That's right, Marcus. Marcus's eyes just lit up. Uh, I mean, Beautiful I saucer eyes. <laughs> Thrilled about this new KFC news, KFC news I'm about to lay on you, Marcus. Okay. They will be um, peppering. They will be um, bathing, Doritos. showering... Dorito Cooler Ranch Sauce and Dorito Nacho Cheese Sauce over fried chicken, my oh friend. Oh, my God. Over fried chicken. Why are we still here? <laughs> we need to go now. Yeah. End this show. End civilization as we know it. Yeah. Everyone get to KFC and have their new um, Dorito uh, fried chicken when it comes out.
1: When it comes out, yes, Literally, the
0: course. guy said, it's about a year away.
1: About year, they've got to go through. <laughs> they've got a lot of food scientists that know. have to. You know, I was like, I'll just go to your store and, and shake out. off some Doritos. Like <laughs> yeah. I, just, I'll just eat
0: a bag and then shake the leftovers in the bag on some chicken. Like I figure this out for you. Yeah, but yeah, the guy that made the uh, they didn't make the, a penny,
1: right? Yeah, he didn't get a penny, and, and he, he died. just died. Yeah, he died. What before. happened? The guy that made the Doritos uh, taco for Taco Bell, yeah. he didn't get a penny from it, and he just died at the age of 41.
0: Yeah. What?
1: Why? Okay, first Kim of all, <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un is involved. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt about that.
2: It's actually a terribly
0: sad story. That it that really, really is. Died. Yeah. It's okay, well, okay, do we, Slade and Marcus, do you guys know why he didn't get any money? Because as a concerned citizen of the United States of America who votes with his money... No,
2: you ever, see, with you, ever see the, you ever see The Wire? Yeah, I mean, are you a Wire guy?
0: I have never seen The Wire. I need to watch well, it. Well, that's really just a problem. But, I know. It's a major problem. Yeah,
2: they have this conversation about the guy who invented the chicken McNugget got nothing. And, he got uh, nothing either. No, none of these people get anything. You work for the company. Any patents you make go to the company. It's why it's you know people work for cor- corporate America, because they mm. pay you money, but right. there, there's no creativity that allows you to... Uh, to share
1: in these profits.
0: There's nothing more creative than the Taco Bell Loco Burrito. Wow! Do you want to
1: hear the story? Yes, I the, do. It's a pretty good story. Is What's that, the uh, man's name? Todd Mills. Todd Mills this is the visionary That's behind the general. Indeed,
0: Todd Mills never did nothing wrong to
1: nobody. The visionary behind the billion-dollar Doritos Locos Tacos idea never made any money on it. Instead, Todd Mills shrugged off any attention, simply wanting his quote "cool idea" to come true. Said Mills's <laughs> wife, Ginger. Bullshit. I think we are uh,
0: <laughs> we are maybe overusing the term visionary. I think we in are. this situation. Yeah.
1: Well, this is USA. Sure, but it's Einstein a billion-dollar idea. That's true. Okay, that's okay. All right, Mills I'll concede. A,
0: Mills said her a husband billion, often billion. made anything worth a billion dollars. Yeah. I guess A visionary idea. Yeah,
1: she said her husband often made taco salads using Doritos, and frequently said someone should make taco shells out of the cheesy
0: snacks. So this is like an organic. This is like such a great homegrown. Did he? So wait, did he
1: work for for? Taco Bell or Doritos or either? In 2009, Mills wrote a letter to Frito Lay pitching the Unreal. idea. Their oh, response wow. was, thanks, but no thanks. After receiving the rejection letter, he vowed to pursue the idea, quote, from the grassroots level. That's s- right, said longtime friend Jimmy Looney. Who served in the Air Force with Mills. He's oh, also I love bad. Jimmy Looney. <laughs> Mills started the Facebook page Taco Shells from Doritos Movement in 2009, encouraging followers to tell Frito-Lay that we demand nacho cheesy taco shells.
0: Forget Occupy. Forget the Tea Party. <laughs> this is a revolution. This is a movement I can get behind.
1: Yep. On the page, Mills posted photoshopped images of well-known figures, including Einstein with a cheesy taco shell and a thought <laughs> bubble, Steve Jobs holding a MacBook with a cheesy taco shell on the screen. Brilliant. And Chuck Norris doing a karate kick while holding a cheesy taco shell. His friend Looney said... He was a master with Photoshop, and he created this movement.
0: Wow. This is how Betty White came back into the mainstream, too. Same way. It really is. The, the Snickers commercial. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and Facebook. I can't believe it. So they, so they rejected his idea, then they blatantly stole his idea, gave him no money, and have made a billion dollars They out didn't
1: of it. blatantly st- steal it. In 2012, Todd Mills received a phone call from Taco Bell. The company what does that ed- sound like,
0: by the way? Is that the Chihuahua talking, or, hey, this is Taco Bell? Right. Oh, hello, hello, Taco Bell. How
1: are you? <laughs> the company was developing his the prized creation, calling it the, the Doritos Locos Tacos, and wanted to fly Todd out to its test ch- kitchen in California. He was among the first people to try the new product. I don't think this guy cared that he didn't make any money off of this. It I sounds think like that. He was happy as All a right. clam to be involved in this. I retract whole process. my earlier statement. <laughs> yeah, Todd
0: Mills, a nice guy, his best friend's last name is Looney. It seems like you know they were both in the war together. Yeah, that's 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 an American life. It's yeah. a pretty perfect American life. as well, a I mean, he of did fact. die of brain cancer only, he,
1: at, 20, at forty-one. Oh, really? Well, yeah,
0: I mean that's the uh, <laughs> yeah. that's the sad that's part. The but, part. You know, yeah, he left sad.
1: behind like
2: three daughters and three while. daughters yeah.
0: there. Yeah. yeah, I hope
2: Taco Bell is taking care of his daughters. Like, it's one thing for him to say, you know what? I don't want the money. I don't right. want the fame. You guys could have it. It would be nice if they stepped in with like a million dollars. Well, you know, Looney set
1: up a website to accept donations to help pay for Mills' medical bills. Uh, Mills said that he would never set up a site himself. That's what Looney said. He's a
0: very nice, humble man.
1: And Looney reached out to Taco Bell CEO on Twitter, and the company donated... $1,000. (laughs) $1,000? $1,000. $1, <laughs>
0: $1,000? I spent $1,000 at Taco Bell this year. Are you kidding me?
2: Oh, that's messed up. T-Bell yeah.
1: getting the game. $1,000. They made a billion dollars off of these tacos last year. They're like, ah, let's give them a grant. That's not even a right. decimal.
2: That's, not, uh, that's wh- a rounding error. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's awful. What a slap in the face. Taco Bell just made $1,000 in fucking Midtown right now in the past four seconds. Yeah, $1,000. I'm going to... I'll, oh, I'm, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to attack Taco Bell on a we daily basis. We should get
2: the guy who wrote the press release for Korea, North Korea yes. <laughs> to start a campaign yes. <clears throat> using the word thrice. Thrice, thrice cursed. cursed.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's get on it. I think he also wrote Lord of the Rings. Man, what
2: a great story. I actually didn't read very far below the headline on that one. Yeah, man. I 41
0: mean, years old.
1: Yeah, USA Mr. Today, Mills. they know how to spin a yarn. They really do. do.
2: (laughs) They do. For all the people in hotels around the world. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, that's, you know, going back to the conversation about reaching out to your congressmen and, and, uh, you know, political leaders and things like that. This this is true democracy in action to some degree. Corporate democracy, I guess. But a man has an idea, sends out a a letter. They were snooty and tooty because he was ahead of his time, Mm -hmm. as all visionaries are. I retract my previous statement, mocking the idea that he was a visionary. By definition, he's a visionary. Yeah, four years ahead of the Taco Bell Corporation. I mean, yeah. if you guys have ever seen Demolition Man, they win the fast food war. They do. They're brilliant. <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing. This man is uh, this man is uh, a, an example, a prime example of uh, what makes Americans great. Slade. and this is why I think the vast majority of Americans are good because they're just smoking weed on their couch. Yeah, and they're eating Doritos. I know they had some some leftover crumb on their finger, and they, they went to Taco Bell and they had a taco. And wouldn't you believe it? Some of that nacho cheese that was on their on their fingers got all over that uh, all over that taco. Some people will just be like, mm, "This is fine." Other people write a goddamn letter.
1: <laughs> people like Todd Mills. People
0: like Todd Mills, an American hero, died too young, gone too soon. Love Todd Mills, and they get things done. And because of that valiant effort to write this letter to Taco Bell, I myself have enjoyed approximately, exactly, 19 Taco Loco tacos. You've eaten 19. 19 of them. I can't have enough of them. (laughs) I had one. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't like it. delicious. Yeah, you know, the funny (laughs) thing is, I don't actually like it. Oh, wow. But when I'm there, and I see the opportunity to go with your normal taco, but then it's like the taco, but then that's the Dorito with the thing, and I'm like, you know, sometimes I let me just say, I have a liberal streak. Okay. And I uh, exercise it usually at Taco Bell. Interesting. When I get my nacho cheesy or taco. Interesting. You have a liberal yeah. streak, but it, it only
2: comes out at Taco Bell. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. yes, that that is correct. Okay, well, that seems perfectly normal and reasonable to eh? me. Oh,
0: absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about it.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know there is an online petition to get Taco Bell to give more money to this family. I
0: hope Man, so. You what's are a Google what's... Master over there? <laughs> yeah, he is the best. Marcus yeah. is. Thank you. He's phenomenal. Um, what's the name of this petition?
1: Uh, the name of the petition. Petition is, it's a change.org petition. Great. Uh, I don't know if it has a name. All right, well, go to change.org,
0: Google search Taco Bell uh, Loco yeah. uh, Taco, and, uh, and I'm sure you'll be able to find this petition and sign it. Let's get Todd Mills' children into a fine university.
1: The name of the, uh, the, name of the page is Taco Bell, help the widow and kids of the Doritos Locos Tacos Visionary. Visionary. Another term. Yeah. Another
0: visionary uh, shout-out. I mean, I they're agree. right. At the end of the day, they're right. They're right. They're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. And it's got 750 yeah.
1: signatures.
2: 750. How many do they need for Taco Bell? Do you think? <laughs> Obviously, there's yeah. no yeah. you know yeah. minimum. How many do you think? Oh, they actually, need? there's
1: 957 now, almost a thousand. They're bumping okay. it up. I mean, I, almost I did, as much money did, as they gave. I mean, I did find this story on uh, ABC News. So, all right, it's getting some traction. Good. There's some well, stuff what's going the, on here. The date on the ABC News story. Uh, the date is let's yep. see here, December 10th. So, oh, that is recent. very uh, uh,
0: Well, let's not uh, do what happens uh, in in news very regularly, like Mister. Uh, Somer was discussing uh, 72 hours and out of the cycle. Let's keep this story in the news cycle. Yeah, yeah, and uh, let's get some money to Todd Mills's children. Definitely. They deserve it. They do. You know, they're they're uh, you know first offspring of an American visionary, and who knows what ideas they're going to come up with? Hopefully, they're food related <laughs> because I love what their father did. You know? Well,
2: uh, I think. Anyone who comes is the progeny of such genius mm-hmm. uh, should be well taken care of. So I agree. Be dialing people. Uh, this isn't a live telethon. Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Uh, no, you have to say something sort of like sexist and obscurely racist to make it a telethon. Oh, great. I've learned
1: everything from Jerry great. Lewis.
2: I'm pretty sure we have already said a lot of things that would qualify
0: in the last hour.
1: We've been pretty vague with it, but I think... I guess. guess. I guess. Other than
0: Marcus's pronunciation of one of the greatest documentaries ever to exist, made by See It. You mean Blackfish? Why do you say...
1: (laughs) Yes. What part of Texas are you from? Uh, Northwest, the panhandle. Okay.
0: Yes, sir. Um, that's the racist part. The desolate part. The okay. racist. No,
1: the racist part is East Texas. Okay. The further yeah. you get to Louisiana and Arkansas, the more racist it becomes. Okay, yeah, that's good to know. Um, yeah. You know what? I, I don't like-
2: spend much time in Texas.
1: Oh, I spend a lot of. No, i but you know my part of Texas is great. You know, my girlfriend, she's a uh, black Jewish. <laughs> he's literally he's dating. It's,
0: he's dating a uh, a black girl. She's Jewish and she's from the UK. She's British, yeah. black, and Jewish.
1: Yeah, she's from Yorkshire, and uh, so I've EBJ. taken her down. I've taken her down to Texas uh, three times now. Hell, the Cowboys love her. They always tip tip their hat, go, ma'am, how are you? All right. And they're wonderful people. Oh, that's the thing. The vast
0: majority of the uh, country is very, very uh, gentlemanly. That's what
1: I was uh, getting pissed off earlier. You know, like when commenters are like, of course it was in Texas. It's like, all right, yeah, you're the same same people that uh, were mad at George Bush for calling entire countries evil with the axis of evil and all that are the same people that will throw an entire state under the bus anytime something bad happens.
2: The only state that could be thrown under the bus willy-nilly is Florida. I
1: was oh just, yeah! Well, they did. Everyone it to
0: agrees. Yeah, yeah. Florida That's just, the only <laughs> state. Yeah, Florida is so. Florida is my fa- my folks moved on to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, um, and uh, yeah, Florida is is possibly the most interesting state in America because it's like you have Miami, which is like you know extremely urban, extremely cool, like pretty. It's a, a fairly uh, um, influential city when it comes to style, fashion, and then you have Tampa right <laughs> you know and then it's both florida yeah and then you have tampa which is like the definition of swampland rural hick you know and this is i'm not if you're listening from tampa you know this is not a I I would i would choose tampa over miami so don't think that i'm what is I,
2: your listenership in tampa do you think do you one numbers on that yeah,
0: one woman a larger gal i love right. you wendy <laughs> yeah, i love you wendy and don't forget about jacksonville and Jacksonville oh, and Jackson- Orlando. I mean, let's not this forget is, about yeah. the tourists. Yeah, that's right. So you have like you. So you have you have rural Tampa. Then you right. have cool Miami. Then you have just bizarre tourist Orlando. Right.
2: And uh, you know, South Florida, north of Miami, the Jew section. That's I can right. say that because that's where my grandparents lived. You know, that's nice. A, uh, yeah, uh, but it's uh, yeah, Florida is an incredibly it's one of the weird, most diverse states. In the yeah, country, and in it's the an country. incredibly weird place in terms of. You know, how does this happen? Like, it's not just that we focus on Florida and they kind of deserve all right. the scorn that they get, you know. They do, first of all. Most uh, of the time, uh, but, yes. But the question is, how did this happen? You know, is it that that people just ran as far south as possible and they all ended up in Florida? Right.
0: Is it the weather?
2: Is it the different combinations of, you know, Jews up here and hicks up there? And, right. You
0: know, well, I mean, I think you have you have your uh, you have your New York City uh, wealthy individuals retiring down there for the great weather. Then you have people truly on the lam. It is as far away as you can sure. possibly get to like yeah. getting out of America without getting out of America. <laughs> and then you just have people who were just born there and uh, have no idea um, how to live anyplace else. Yeah. So you just have this bizarre mix of super wealthy completely uh, rogue individuals who are living a uh, bizarre sort of uh, wild, wild west lifestyle, and then people who are just like, I'm just from here. You're right. You know, which right. is, I think it makes for a fascinating a fascinating state. I mean, that was my one complaint about growing up in Wisconsin. It's just so homogenous. It's all Polish, German, Swedish, you know. It's just white. It's just, the, the culture is uh, very difficult to put your uh, finger on because it's just, it's so fluid. It doesn't, like, there's nothing. There's nothing exciting about it. Right. Not a of soup. You know? <laughs> a lot of soup. Like, it's, just a, it's like a soup culture. Like, you know, Texas got a steak. All right. I, oh, yeah. I can get, get a, a barbecue. Ste- like a, a Texas steak, yeah. you know? That's get- a fucking meal.
1: Oh, God, such a meal.
0: Well, there is soup What's that got- eats like a meal. <laughs> yeah,
2: that is true. <laughs> I mean, that is... Uh, My know. mother's cheese soup. Right, you got to try it.
1: All right. Well, I found a, I found an, an alternate. Sense? I found an alternate article that has a, a few theories as to why Florida is so strange. Oh, really? This one actually, this reason is uh, actually pretty good. Is uh, the uh, access to police records in Florida? wide open. Real yeah, as far as wide open. The police uh, a police reporter uh for one of the Florida newspapers said that Florida's permissive open records laws give the gives the media inordinate access to detailed police files where they find the lurid tales that we all read about. Oh, that's amazing. So that's I think that's a very interesting. So
0: would you point. say that uh Florida doesn't necessarily have the most bizarre crime, it just has the most uh Transparent, transparent, you know, yeah, the transparent. yeah, the most transparent.
1: the most And, you know, that's also my theory about what you know, people say that, oh, the world's going to hell. There's so many bad things that happen in right. the world. Bad things have always happened in the world. Sure. It's just that we know about all of them now. Definitely. Right. That there's a camera and a person with a, a phone in every corner of the earth now, so we get all of
0: it. All right, well, uh, Marcus, time flies by. Yes, it does. And we are about, uh, we're about done with this uh, first episode here with Slade, but we're going to stick around uh, with Slade and we're going to record another episode. Um, So please listen, uh, part two with Slade Sommer uh, coming up on the next Top End.